My name is Dale Travis Maynard, and I'm uh, 6,139 years old. I lived 800 years as an angel, and then I've also lived in the earth uh, multiple lives. I've been born again more than any man who's ever been born again. And so uh, being older and seeing the earth so many times, I've seen a lot in the earth. There's a lot of things in the earth that can be better uh, for any of us. And, um, you know, there's a lot of murder, there's rape, there's uh, men that hurt children, women that hurt children. Those things can come to an end. Men and women still worship false gods. That's bad. But also there's, there's a lot of other things that can come to an end. So when, when things are better, uh, for all of us, things are better. And so it, if there's less murderers, then there's less murder and that's better for all of us. So if we think about this like a uh, college philosophy class where they teach us logic, logical syllogisms, then we can think about it really clearly. It's better when there's no one trying to murder us. Therefore, when all the murderers either die or repent of their murder, then it's better for everyone. And it's the same with rape. Rape hurts women and men in the earth today. So in this day, there's rape. But if the rapists repent and they never do it again, or if the rapists all die, then it's better. So there's two options that I know of. They can repent and never do it again, or they can die. When, when men and women beat children, it's bad for the children. It hurts the children. But if those men and women repent, then it's better for the children. So when you guys repent of murder, beating children, and when you repent of rape, men and women in the earth, then it's better. When you repent of all your sins, it's better in the earth. So there's two ways this can go. If you keep doing it, you'll hurt each other and it's bad. But if you repent, then it's better. Those are the only two ways that I'm thinking of right now. But a day will come because there's no judgment in the earth. You guys don't judge yourselves. You don't judge each other rightly. Then um, what happens is people get hurt. So when we talk about judging rightly, let's talk about someone who, a man who beats his child out in, in the supermarket where everyone can see or out in the parking lot or in the street. You guys don't go over to him and say, stop it. In the earth, you just watch a man beat his child or you watch a woman beat her child. And so when this happens, it's bad for the child. But if you judge rightly, a bunch of strong men go over there and they, they talk to him and they might beat that man with a rod three times on his back. Once, twice, three times, five times. Let's say three. And then maybe that man won't do it again. See, if we speak to him, maybe he'll repent, but maybe not. And if he doesn't repent, when we speak to him, we can beat him with a rod three times. And if, you know, next week, if he does it again, maybe he can get hit with a rod four times. And then next week, five times. And if he does this every week for a year, at the end of the year, he's getting hit 40 times because that's the most that's allowed. Maybe he'll stop doing it eventually. So that's kind of how God's law is. When we do according to God's law, it's better in the earth. But we have a problem. You guys don't stop beating your children. You don't stop raping women and you don't stop raping men. You don't stop murdering. So I like the thought of the day of the Lord. And one of the reasons that I say that is because I've never sinned. I'm in no danger. But God's children have sinned. And God has wrath. He's hot and smoky. And he's been saving his wrath. See, when someone worships a false god or when they afflict a widow, 
like if there's a woman that's poor, her husband's dead, and she's trying to get enough food for her children every day, someone might go over there and beat her and rape her. God might have a lot of wrath on that man that goes over there and beats a widow and rapes a widow and steals from a widow. So if anyone afflicts a widow, God might have a lot of wrath or fatherless child. Maybe his father died or maybe his parents were divorced. He has no father. You might say he's fatherless walking around in the streets trying to figure out what to do. People might just go over and beat him instead of teaching him. A man in the neighborhood could go over there every day and say, come with me and teach him how to work, teach him how to be a man. But instead, someone might go over there and afflict him, steal from him, throw rocks at him. So God might have a lot of wrath for these things to happen. And on the great and dreadful day of the Lord, God's going to pour out all his wrath. And it's better when there's judgment. So if we all judge correctly, which we can learn from the Bible how to do that, then maybe God will be a lot more lenient on us on the day of the Lord when God judges us. But we don't have a lot of time. We have about we have less than eight decades until this day comes. So on the great and dreadful day of the Lord, God's going to pour out his, all his wrath on the whole earth. And I think God might just raise from the dead every sinner who's ever lived in the earth, put them all in the earth, and just pour out all of his wrath he's been saving. He has a very large amount of wrath. So a lot of you might think that God's a distant and enigmatic God that doesn't really do much. And that's not true. So on the great and dreadful day of the Lord, we can think about what we've heard so far. God's children have sinned. God has wrath. And on the great and dreadful day of the Lord, God's going to pour out his wrath on the whole earth. So one thing you can think about is this question. God's wrath might be nothing more than chastisement. He might hurt you real bad and say, repent, repent. Repent, 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 repent of your murder, repent of beating children, repent of afflicting widows. Women and men both do it. Children do it. Repent of afflicting the fatherless children, little boys and little girls. Repent of it. Stop hurting little girls in the earth. Stop worshiping false gods. Men, stop fucking each other in the butt. Stop stealing. Stop your thefts. Just stop doing it. Repent. And God might hurt his children with fire, with lightning, with other pains, torments, boils, burning, pus and blood might be found everywhere in the earth on that day. And until that day, God's children are going to sin more and more and more, and God's wrath is going to increase. So when God pours out his wrath, it's not going to be on the earth randomly. It's going to be specifically on one man. How much wrath does God have on one man? And then next to that man might be a woman. How much wrath does God have on her? Is God, God's going to pour out all of his wrath until he has none. So I think he's going to raise you all from the dead in about 76 years approximately, maybe less than that. And I think he's going to pour out his wrath on you until he has no wrath left. Now we call it the day of the Lord. But uh, it might take more than a 24 hours to pour out his wrath. It might be two days or three.
4. So when we think about what is the day of the Lord, God's children have sinned. God has wrath. He's hot and smoky. And on the great and dreadful day of the Lord, God will pour out his wrath on the whole earth. So what we can do to prepare is we can repent of our sins. We can start learning judgment, right judgment, right judgment. Now on the earth, we don't do right judgment. So if a man steals from a, a widow, a widow woman, and he gets caught, they bring him to court and then they say, you need to pay the government a bunch of money or go to prison or both. But they never tell him to repay the widow woman. They put him in prison where he can't work, where he can't get money, and he never repays the widow woman. So she never gets repaid. So it's not right judgment. If someone beats a child, there's right judgment in God's law regarding that. But in the world, you ignore it. And you don't teach children. The fathers don't teach the children. The fathers don't teach their sons. The fathers don't love the sons as a father might love his son. And it's really sad. But they beat their sons when they see him twice a month. And yell at him and insult him. And tell them that they're worthless. Okay, so when you guys repent of these very specific things, God might have less wrath on you, each of you. A lot less wrath. So the reality of the day of the Lord is a bit different than what you want to hear. You want to hear something pleasant. But the day of the Lord is a day of cruel wrath and cruel, fierce anger. God's cruel wrath. God's cruel, fierce anger. And it's not some sort of spiritual thing that the pastors can mispreach about. It's not some sort of empty promise that God made. God Almighty is going to be in the flesh and he's going to say, I'm back, motherfuckers. <laughs> and he's going to light it up. The whole world's going to be lit. That's the reality. Blood and fire. And he might take it easy on you at first. There might be a lot of rain. And you might say, rain can't hurt a man. Until it's an overflowing rain and you're swept away like you're in a mighty river. And instead of boulders in the river, you're being cast into buildings, houses, and fences. And they're cutting your legs. And you're like, ow, 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 ow. And God's like, repent, 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 repent. And you're like, okay, I'll wait till the water's over. And then it might be hailstones. Like, ow, ice hitting me in the head at high speeds. Fuck. And God's like, repent, motherfucker. I'm the almighty God. Repent. And then you're like, you're thinking to wait till the hail's over. And then it's fire. It's burning you. And you're like, ah. He's like, repent. And you're like, then it's brimstone. Hot rocks that burn through your skin like burning needles. And then you're dead. And then you're in judgment. And then you're in hell. Or you can repent of your sins. Going back to the day of the Lord, maybe God will hurt you real bad in other ways. Maybe your blood will be all over your body. And God might say, you're a bloody woman that murdered a child. Repent. Woman covered in blood. Or man. So here's, here's the day of the Lord 101. 
God has wrath. God's children have sinned. And on the great and dreadful day, the Lord God will pour out his wrath on the whole earth. But also, you're not prepared for it. You might be like, wait, what? Murder's a sin? I thought it was just a crime in the United States. Yes, it's a sin. Oh, adultery's a sin? Yes, adultery's a very bad sin. And everyone who's done it knows it's a sin. It might be that everyone who's ever done adultery did it to hurt your spouse and your children, to hurt someone. And if you're a woman, to hurt the man you committed adultery with. And if you're a man, maybe you wanted to hurt that woman that you committed adultery with. Maybe you wanted to ruin her life. And then you wanted to call her a whore with all your friends. And if you're a woman, maybe you wanted to accuse a man that you committed adultery with and say he's a filthy man that you tricked into committing adultery with you. Maybe you wanted to feel strong, like you tricked him also. So, murder's a sin, adultery's a sin, rape is a sin, men fucking each other in the butt is a sin, worshiping a false god is a sin, theft is a sin. So, on the day of the Lord, there's a long story, and here's the whole story of the day of the Lord, the shortest version you've ever heard. Long ago, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and everything he made was perfect, and then men started to sin. And then when God led them out of Egypt, all the Israelites, I think God had a fair amount of wrath, but it may not have been that much. When they saw God, he was dwelling in uh, darkness, but it wasn't that much. It was like, you might think of it as a silhouette of darkness all around him. And this might be a visual representation of how much wrath he had. This, this is one way we might think about it. It's not everything from the Bible. It's not. There's much more forever that we can learn from this. But this is something we can think about, like his children. And then when we think about him on the mountain later with the Ten Commandments and stuff, he descends on the mountain in a cloud of smoke bigger than the fucking mountain. Lightning and thunderings and voices and fire and angels coming down with him. So he went from this tiny silhouette like a normal sized silhouette of black darkness to this fucking gigantic amount, mountain sized amount of billowing smoke and thick darkness. And that was thousands of years ago. Thousands of years ago, he did this. Almost 3,000. And uh, his wrath since then has increased significantly. So when we read the Old Testament of the Bible, we can find the, what God said about this. It's his wrath. So we look at what he said, his wrath, what he said. And so they worshiped false gods. They did a bunch of other bad things. And God, God's wrath, God's anger, God was hot against those people. But there were other men and women in the earth also sinning in other places. And now we look at what they did in Israel. They did human sacrifice, human trafficking. They took, uh, you might say, taking slaves and and uh, did he doing human sacrifice. Well, to this day, people still do that a little. And they're going to do it more in the future, unfortunately, before the Great Tribulation. This might increase. But also, they raped, they murdered, they worshipped false gods, men fucked each other in the ass. They hurt children, they violently beat children, they lied to each other, they committed adultery, and they did a lot of other sins. And so to this day in the earth, men and women have been still doing the same sins. So God's wrath is significantly increased. He has more wrath. And so we call it a great and dreadful day of the Lord, but you, you might think of it as a fearful day of the Lord. A day we don't want to be there unless we've repented of all our sins. If we repented of all our sins, then maybe it might not be bad for us at all. Maybe. 
Maybe we just wait till it's over. But it's dreadful also. As soon as it happens, it's going to be instantly, I would say suddenly dark is what I would say. Suddenly dark. And then all the air will be filled with dread to your bones. No matter where you look, there will be no light. The electricity won't work. The stars, the sun, uh, candles, smartphones, flashlights, nothing will work. There will be no light and you will be, you will have dread to your bones. The air will be filled with it. It'll be gloomy like clouds and it'll set like a setting, uh, like the light is set. You might say, I'm just going to say the gloom might set in. So it's, it becomes dark. I said instantly, but it's, it's slow enough that you can see it's gloomy, like thick black clouds, thick darkness filling the whole earth. So we went from a tiny silhouette, we might say a normal sized silhouette around God to a mountain sized amount now filling the whole earth and all the air. So you have dread to your bones. Every man and every woman living in the earth on that day will have dread to their bones. They'll be gloomy and then it might begin a few minutes later. You may have a moment to think about it. To realize the day you feared finally came. You might think to yourself and tell them, well, I've never seen it before. <laughs> well, what happened? And God's going to show a bunch of times before that are very similar. Here's a little, here's a lot. You know, we, we'll get, you might call it a warning. So we're like, oh yeah, I guess this has happened before. You might have a moment to think about it. Repent of your sins. Remember all that you've heard. By that time, you'll have heard my words throughout the whole world. Many of you, uh, if you're alive at this time, it'll be about uh, more than 70 years from now. Uh, will have heard my words over and over. Or your children or your children's children. Will have heard my words, many of you will have heard me over and over and over again. It won't be some sort of minority po podcast. God's going to do exploits in the earth, mighty deeds, marvelous works, miracles, signs, wonders, over and over and over again. And so you might every day look at the news. You might every day look at your Instagram feed or some sort of social. You might every day go to your neighbor and say, morning, happy to see you before you go to work or something. You might every day kiss your children, but then you might also see what Messiah the Prince said. That's me. Because you might say, what in the fuck just happened? There was a gigantic sign in the sky from God. And then you might want to find out about it. You might want to find out about what's happening at the temple where God will be in the earth, in the flesh, and the whole world will know it very soon. And so you'll hear me speak over and over again if you're alive at that time. And if you're not alive and if you're, if you die, when you go to heaven, you're going to get judged. And if you go to hell, you might hear me occasionally. I don't go there that often and speak to the ghosts there, but I do speak to the ghosts in heaven. I speak to the angels often. And so you'll hear me speak if you're a ghost in heaven over and over and over far more than if you're in the earth. So if you're thinking, yeah, right, I'm not going to hear about this. You're going to hear me. I speak to ghosts day and night in heaven. I speak to them. They hear my words right now. Exactly what I'm saying to you. Now, for them, this is very important because they're afraid of judgment. They've chosen to rebel against God rather than repent of their sins. 
in heaven, they've chosen to do this, where they can see God face to face every day and every night. So men and women did a bunch of sins and God has wrath. And now the whole world has just kept doing it is one way to think about it. Men and women in the earth keep doing those same sins, adultery, murder, theft, Fornication. There's men and women out here that might go out and commit fornication 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 times just because a man wants to hurt a bunch of young women and embarrass them and call them a whore. Or she, a woman does it because she wants to embarrass her parents and say, you don't control me. I'm a free, independent woman. And they just keep doing it over and over again, hurting each other, breaking each other's hearts. A bunch of men out there crying right now probably because some woman fucked her two nights ago and then said she never wants to see him again. Breaking their hearts. So God has wrath. And it's increased, but you guys haven't stopped doing those sins. You haven't. Now, waiting until you're married before you have sex is easy. Anyone can do it. You wait 20 years, it's easy. Anyone can do that. It's not hard. It's not like you're 19 years old and like, oh, I just missed out on life. You wait another year and you have lots to do when you're 19. There's lots of other things to do when you're 19. At night, one thing you can do is sleep. I know this confuses 19-year-olds, but you can sleep at nighttime rather than go fucking everyone, every neighbor. You don't need to fuck all the neighbors. <laughs> okay, so that's, there's fornication, one way to think about it. You don't need to fuck all the neighbors. And if you fuck one of them, marry that, that one, and then you're married. It's not nearly as bad. God might have no wrath if you do that. If you commit fornication and you, if you're, um, you, if you're a woman and, and you have sex with one man, then if you go and you marry that man, you don't have sex with anyone else, God might have no wrath. Wow, that sounds nice. But some of you have committed fornication 20 times or 100 times. Some of you might have done it just to hurt someone. Whores do this. They have sex with men just because they want those men to burn in hell. You guys don't talk about it. You act like you think God doesn't exist. But a whore might go fuck a bunch of men. And each man she fucks, she might choose him because she wants him to burn in hell. She might look at him and think he's dressed nice. Maybe he's a pastor. She might look at him and think he has a wife and kids. Maybe she wants to destroy his family, hurt his wife, hurt his kids, break up the family, see him burn in hell. Okay, so you guys do bad sins and God has wrath. So the first part is that you do sins and God has wrath. Okay, we got that that those parts done. Next, you don't repent. Now, the next thing is God's appointed a time of wrath. He's appointed a time. Now, God could have done this at any time. He could have done it last year, last week, yesterday. He could have done this. But he's, he's waited for an appointed time. And now, you get a chance. You might think, well, what if he just pours it out on us? That's fucking frightening. I'm going to turn this podcast off. I'm frightened. You have a chance. Before the day of the Lord, you're going to be able to hear what God says about it. And you're going to be able to think about what you get to do. You're going to hear Jesus speak again in the whole world. And he's going to do it decades. The apostles, they're going to do it for decades. So you're going to hear them speak. They're all born again. They're going to be in the earth. And there's no doubt who they are. You're never going to mistake Jesus Christ for someone else. He's unmistakably Jesus. The way he moves, the way he speaks, the way he sounds, and the words he says. So you get a chance to hear what God says about the day of the Lord. You get to hear from the prophets. They'll be raised from the dead. This is a serious event. God's going to 
God saved all their bones. There's a big area filled with a bunch of their bones in the dirt. And God's going to raise their bones from the earth and put flesh on their bones. And he's going to pluck them up from heaven and snatch them from heaven and stick them right in that flesh. And say, prophesy, motherfuckers. Warn the whole earth, even if you don't want to. And they're going to prophesy again. You're also going to get to hear me. And I won't always do long speaking like this. Sometimes I'll, I'll just summarize it. But for these podcasts, I'm kind of just clearing my head because for the last 42 years, I haven't told anyone this. I didn't want to um, do it yet, you might say. That's not a correct way to say it, but I didn't do it. And I have a lot to say about everything that's going to happen. <clears throat> so when the day of the Lord comes, you might say it suddenly happens. It's a dark and gloomy day. There's thick darkness, it's gloomy, and there's dread to the bones, dread in the air. And not only that, but also on the day of the Lord, you're going to hear God speak to you personally, to the whole world. He's going to speak in every language. He made every language. He doesn't just know every language. He made every language and he's going to speak to you. He's going to speak to the whole world and he can, he can do all this easily. Okay. So don't think it's hard for God to do it. Don't think that you can like distract him or something or overwhelm him. All right. And he already knows what's going to happen before it happens. He's going to speak to you and you're going to have a chance to repent of your sins. Now, I think the day of the Lord goes on until God has no wrath and then you immediately are brought to judgment. But if you repent of your sins before then, you might be saved. You can also call upon his holy name. And before then, I'll teach his holy name. You'll know what it is. It's secret. It's not known in the earth. And I'll teach it. Very few or none know what his holy name is. Some, some might guess correctly, but I don't think any of you know. So I'm going to tell you what it is. All the angels know. All the ghosts in heaven know. And pretty soon, everyone in the earth will hear that name. Hopefully everyone. I'll, I'll make sure you guys can hear it before the end. And all who call upon the name of the Lord, the same shall be saved. But he's going to pour out all his wrath. So maybe you'll be saved from hell, but you're not going to be saved from his wrath. I don't think at all. He's going to pour it all out. And if he has wrath on you, he's pouring it out on you. He's not going to pour it out on the man next to you, the woman next to you. I don't think he's going to pour it out on the dirt next to you. You're the one who sinned. The dirt didn't sin. So he's going to pour out all his wrath. This is what I think is going to happen. And then hopefully you repent of all your sins. And don't do it again. And you, So God's children of sin. God has wrath. He's going to pour out his wrath. But until then, you get a warning. You know what's going to happen. You're gonna, it's a really clear warning. Now, in this podcast, it's kind of a long me just kind of talking about it. For anyone that wants a little bit of extra knowledge about this or that. But in the future, I might just very succinctly say it. God's children have sinned. God has wrath. And on the great and dreadful day of the Lord, God will pour out his wrath on the whole earth. He's going to pour out all of his wrath until he has none. If you repent of your sins and call upon the name of the Lord, you might be saved. And he might even have less wrath to pour out on you. He might. And then you might not burn in hell. But... Then there's judgment. After the day of the Lord, there's judgment. So whether whether you die on the day of the Lord or not, 
you're going to be in judgment. So you might, he might just take you from the earth straight to heaven and you're going to, both knees will bow. He doesn't force you to do this. Everyone bows. In that moment, you have clear knowledge of all your sins in a way, you might say. More, more correctly, you have knowledge that you've sinned and you're going to say, the Lord is the Lord. He is the Lord. And you're going to be judged. And this is a, a bigger judgment. See, when a man dies in the earth today, he or woman, they're brought before God and there's a judgment. It takes about 25 minutes. This next judgment is going to be bigger. It's going to be more thorough than the last one. And this is how it might be forever, either until you stop sinning or just forever. But in either case, you're probably going to be judged about every 6,000 years forever. The judgments will never end. So about every 6,000 years, forever, think about a man, an angel, for instance, that repents of all his sins and has knowledge. He might be brought into judgment, and I might be there, Jesus might be there, God Almighty will, um, will certainly be there. We're all God's children. And then, if this man's repented of all his sins and done all that he can to make right, everything he's done wrong and things like that. Then judgment for him might be a joy. God might say, God might say, these are honorable deeds you've done. I might say, these are virtuous deeds. These are righteous deeds. These are righteous words that you spoke. These are acts of charity you've done. These are kind things you've done. These are times when you were honest. And so for him, it might be a joy. He might even um, find out that he's going to get a bunch of rewards from God. So judgment might in the future be a real joy. But at this time, you guys aren't really prepared for it. So you're not really sure what kind of virtuous deeds, righteous deeds, honorable deeds, and other things that might just be interesting to talk about. So in judgment, someone might be judged that they have done well. Again, a woman from the earth, for instance, might go into judgment and um, me or the almighty God or Jesus Christ might tell them a bunch of good news. I might say to a woman, you've taught your children very much. You've spoken wise words. You did charity. You dealt bread to the poor. You dealt drink to the thirsty. You dealt uh, clothes to those that needed clothes. You were kind to your neighbor. When people were cruel to you, you were patient and waited for them to stop being so cruel. Uh, you spoke um, God's words to them and some of them might have repented. And if they didn't repent, maybe God took care of it for you so they didn't trouble you anymore. And so you were patient, you trusted God. So I might say you've done a whole lot of things really well. Just teaching your children takes about 20 years until they're adults. And then you, you as a mother, if you're hearing this, might have continued to teach your children for the next 60 years. So that's a lot of time of your life. So I might have, I might say to you, you've done a lot of things that, um, that I like, and you've done really well. And so for you, God might just tell you some blessings or some rewards you might get someday in the far distant future. You might know much more about how to do this and you might get more blessings or more rewards. And you might learn about these things. And so there might be judgment about every 6,000 years. It's God's creation. But after 6,000 years, men and women might act like it's not going to happen again. Like, oh, is it really going to happen again? Like, sure. Uh, it's been a long time. Well, maybe it's a long time, often. Every 6,000 years. After a million years, that's a lot of judgments. So judgment can be a real joy. So judgment is something that I really like. I like being in judgment. I like being there. And... Um,
but, but and we're in the earth, so it's going to be different. So that's the day of the Lord. Uh, a lot of men and women, um, they go to church, and even their pastor doesn't seem to know much about this. And maybe one of the reasons I know about this is because I was an angel 800 years. I also know God's word better than anyone in the earth. And what I mean by that is when you go to heaven, there's a lot more available for you. First of all, God speaks to us with his, with, you know, face to face often. As a ghost, this often happens. As an angel, God might speak to us in a similar way. It's much more God to angels. It's a different way, but God might speak to us often. And so I've heard God speak to me when I lived as an angel 800 years, as a ghost in heaven. I've, I've been born again over and over again. I've lived in heaven as a ghost. And also I've done a lot of tasks for God over the last 6,000 years. And so God's, I've asked him a lot of questions. He's spoken to me a lot. And um, he's taught me a very tremendous amount about judgment. And so I realized a long time ago that in the earth, you'll need to hear these words eventually. And God apparently has chosen this time. So I'm beginning now. I'm beginning early. And so that's why I'm doing this podcast. In the future, this podcast might have 100,000 views or listens. And then a million someday or more. Or other podcasts about the day of the Lord that I do then. But today, I'm just kind of clearing my head. So the day of the Lord, in summary, is a day that will come, and it's a day that I like, but it's a day that's bad for everyone alive. It's bad for every one of God's children. When we sin, God might have wrath. He might have much wrath. And so to prepare for the day of the Lord, we can repent of our sins, we can seek the word of God. And know what will happen in the future, very near future, in the next decades, you can hear Jesus Christ and the apostles. It'll take decades. This is a real waiting. In the past, a bunch of false prophets and false Christs have come, uh, spoken to the earth, promising things, but they never happened. I'm not promising anything. I'm warning you. And then when Jesus Christ, the 12 apostles and the prophets start speaking to you, when God sets his feet on the earth in the temple, you'll know it. Every man and woman in the earth will know when God sets his feet on the earth. You're all going to tremble on that day. Every one of you is going to tremble. So this is just a, a short wait, a couple decades, maybe, maybe less, maybe more until a lot of these things come to pass. But I'm talking about when God sets his feet on the earth, that might be less than a decade from now, about a decade, maybe less. And um, when Jesus... You'll all tremble that day. And the 12 apostles and the prophets are speaking that that's maybe in a couple decades. They're only one year old right now, about one year old, all of them. So they need to grow up before they start doing work. And what we can do until then is we can think about this. The great and dreadful day of the Lord is a day we can prepare for, and it can go much better for us when we know that we can call upon the name of the Lord, we can be saved. There will be judgment after the day of the Lord. But on the day of the Lord, God's going to pour out all his wrath. And so for every one of you listening, you might be raised from the dead. And God might pour out his wrath on you on that day.